Hello, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Talk Blurdy to Me. You are hanging out with Mari and Lana. Hello, Lana. Hello, Mari. Uh, so, yeah, last week, my mic decided that it hated me, um, so we didn't end up getting out our episode. So this week is our delayed Juneteenth episode, where we are going to talk about some fantastic black characters across like pop culture media and uh, some of the impact they had on our lives. Yeah, we're going to do it again. Okay, look, it'll be better. This is like a retake Round two. Yeah, round two. Like in Mortal Kombat. Exactly. This is your. This is our chance to redeem ourselves. Get a yeah, KO. Them. You know all that. Brute fatality. Some, fatality. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me some meat. We didn't say it at the same time, so <laughs> I owe you we nothing. We did. We said fatality at the same time. Mm. <laughs> Go back and listen to it. You'll see it lined up on the file. Well. <laughs> I'll have to, so we'll see about that. I'm going to purposely just unalign it. <laughs> like, You're like, oh, no, it was two no seconds, meat. two second difference. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so I guess I will get started on my favorite. Do to do to do. Yeah, uh, let me start with the. Uh, I'll start with good old David Anderson from Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He is your commander in the first episode and he kind of builds up depending on some of the choices you make but either way he's a pretty important character through all three series he is played by the most wonderful human being of voices Keith David and it's just like a solid character like he always has your characters back even if you play renegade and you're kind of like a total jerk he still has your main characters back for the most part um, in the third one, he like stays behind on Earth to protect Earth from the Reapers. Um, and I also love that he was like a black character that wasn't like, hey, look, a black guy, which I mean, in Mass Effect, you're <laughs> fighting aliens and Reapers. So really, you don't really have time to be also racist against your own race. But, you know, it was still or, nice to just have yeah. an important black character that wasn't like a black character. Or notice that they're black. Yeah. Like an attack on Titan. <laughs> yes, like attack on Titan. Why is your skin so dark? Uh, are we supposed to be defeating these Titans? You're like, yeah, we'll get back but to that. But why is your skin? Why you look like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Keith David. He's uh, he's in so much stuff. Like Rick and Morty, Saints Row. He's himself in Saints Row, which is awesome. Yeah. But... He's such an iconic character. And he's either like a betrayer or a, a solid character. But he's usually more like on the betraying side from what I remember. But yeah. anything with Keith David. I do feel like he tier. is usually the like like a villain or the like mean guy. Like in Adventure Time, he's Flame Princess's dad. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of the villain um, in princess and the frog he's the villain and i was thinking of we bear bears he's also in and he is also the villain he does usually play the bad guy in a lot of stuff but i think he just has that voice you know he's got a very strong deep voice yeah in rick and morty he was a reverse giraffe yes it's me reverse giraffe (laughs) (laughs) my neck is short my legs are long or something (laughs) like that so yeah but i love keith david so Excellent character choice. I don't remember him too much in Mass Effect, but I've played Mass Effect, the original series, in a long time. Yes, um, which is why you should pick up the he legendary. He definitely wasn't Andromeda. 
He was not. I am going to pick it up. I am going to pick it up because I do love... I had the the trilogy. Like, I bought, like, a collector's edition for Mm -hmm. my PlayStation 3. Yeah. So... Um, but I didn't remember Keith David that much in it. I just remember the dude Jacob <laughs> in the second one. Oh, the d- dude who looks Kayden. like uh, Kanye I mean. West, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, he looks like Kanye West. Yeah, and he won't talk to you after a while. He won't. And Caden is all milk toast and weird too. Like he won't talk to you. And he disappears. Two. He well, yeah, because well, you disappear. <laughs> you disappear, and then he gets like promoted. And then he comes back, he's like, uh, I'm going to be all a butthead to you because you work for this different group now. So, yeah, Cadence. Mm. Anyway, we mm. ride for Keith David, David Anderson and Keith David here. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I agree with you all the way. Excellent top tier. You started off with a heavy hitter. Thank you. Thank so. you. <laughs> you didn't come to play. No. So I'm going to start off with my heavy hitter, who is not Keith David, but uh, voiced by a very well-known voice actor who is also, I think, one of the, of the characters I'm going to mention, but number five from the codename Kids Next Door. I love number five. Um, the reason she's one of my favorite black characters growing up is because number five, even though she was number five, she wasn't any less than number one or anybody. Number five was super smart, too. And she was really funny. Um, that's what I really liked about number five. She was stylish. Um, and I loved all her standalone episodes, too, that even though she wasn't doing like stuff with the kids next door and when she would just have her episode, I think when she went to look for the Fountain of Youth or when mm-hmm. she was working with the kids on the moon base, her stories were always really interesting. Um, and I love Cree. I think Cree Summers is the or Summer is the voice actor. Mm-hmm actress and so she's one of my favorite voice actresses so i lived in a different world too but yeah yeah so number five favorite uh one of my favorite cartoon characters growing up yeah i definitely really enjoyed number five from what i remember of kids next door um and kree was just yeah like you said or is uh just a solid voice actor like she always like she was the female black voice for a mm-hmm. while like if there was a black character of the 90s yes like in the early 2000s yes like <laughs> 90s through early 2000s there was a 80 mm-hmm. percent chance she was the voice if it was a black character yeah she was the voice in atlantis uh journey to atlantis mm-hmm. yeah okay. she's the princess kita i forgot her uh, name i can't remember her name uh, but yeah she was uh the princess mm-hmm I also number re- remember number five being very sarcastic. They'd be like, we should do this. And she'd be like, well, number five says. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she did talk in third person. Number five says. Number five would suggest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dracula from a, a <laughs> grim and <laughs> Adventures oh, of Billy God. and Mandy. Dracula. Why wasn't he uh, on the, the list Adventures. of favorite <laughs> black characters? He, should, I, he is. He actually, he's an honorable mention, but. Dracula don't suck. Dracula scrape and lick. (laughs) (laughs) Such a a good character all around. Oh my goodness. I think that was Phil Lamar. I can't remember who voiced that. But yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, number five. Again, one of my favorite characters. So I I really loved Code Dame's uh, Kids Next Door. I feel like that was also a pretty uh, show that was diverse in a sense because they had a lot of different types of characters and different people of color it wasn't number five wasn't the only black character on the show she had her sister there was that dude who tricked them on the moon base who became a teenager Mm -hmm. um 
and then there's other races in that show it's not just number five you know black people white people there's different races in that show as well too that are depicted yeah you're right and number five was smart too (laughs) yeah i do like that i do like that she was like you said she's like sarcastic she's smart she's witty um it wasn't like hey here's the like black character who's here for comic relief or just like here because we needed to fill a spot and figured we should have a black person here like she does actually contribute to the team if anything number four was the comic relief (laughs) Uh, i was gonna say number three but yeah number four too the the other girl yeah i I feel like number four was the comic relief because he would always not know how to count and hold up the wrong number oh yeah he would yeah uh he was kind of he was the derpy one the rest of them yeah (laughs) yeah you're right yeah again so i don't remember codename kids next door as well how could you not remember codenames kids next door i don't remember know. all the awesome songs they had like slam witch uh. i like legit i don't know what what i was doing i think that was maybe around the time where i was watching more anime than like cartoon cartoons because i remember that mm-hmm. i watched codename kids next door but like i it's a very blurry memory for me did you say cartoon cartoons? Wasn't that like a show or a production cartoon? Cartoon cartoons? I, I think, feel like it I was. feel like they, uh, it might have been a production. I do feel like there was something on Cartoon where it was like cartoon cartoons, but I can't remember <laughs> if it was a production or a commercial or what it was. It's just in my head. Yeah. One of those cartoon mm. network noises that live in my head. Well, go rewatch Codename Kids Next Door and I will replay Mass Effect. Okay, that'll be our Watch trade-off. it while you're playing Mass Effect. I could do that. I am just running around doing random missions. So maybe I'll put it on the background while I'm shooting things. And then you laugh. You're like, this is hilarious. Number five. I do love number five. Lana was right. Perfect. So you read my list. Yes, I do agree with your list so far. We'll see. But so far, yes, okay, I agree with Kratos you. Okay, Kratos isn't on here, okay. Yes, uh, real quick, on the last version of this episode, Lana decided to put Kratos on here, and I, I told didn't. her I was questioning it. I was... <laughs> Look, and just hear me out, guys. In my opinion, Kratos always has a black voice actor. It was Kyle from Living Single. I don't know your real name, I'm sorry. And the <laughs> next dude that was like the remade Kratos when he had the son in the last God of War was another black person. So I'm confused, you know? Is he just black on the inside or what? Come on now. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he, you know, he grew up around black people, so he just sounds (laughs) black. He grew up around all the black gods. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Which, I mean, because I'm pretty sure he grew up around all the Greek white gods, and there's no black Greek gods, are there? Um, you know, I think there are, but don't quote me on that because I'm not, Greek mythology is not my strong suit. I'll just put it out there in this universe. So, but I thought there Mm. were a couple of black Greek, if not gods, then like, you know, otherworldly attendants or something to the gods. I don't know. But anyway. (laughs) So they were slaves. (laughs) Attendants. Otherworldly attendants. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like a slave to me. (laughs) Um. Anyway, so yes, Kratos is not on this list, but no. I'm just saying his voice actors have always been black from mm. what I know. Yes, okay. Anyway, back to the actual list. Um, my next one is Laura Wilson from The Wicked and the Divine, um, which is an amazing comic book series. Uh, it is mm. over now, but if you have not read it, I highly recommend it. It's not. one of my favorites. Um, she's the main character, so she's 
a biracial girl and without like getting into the plot of Wicked and Divine too much, um, basically the world every 90 years, 12 gods are summoned and they live among the humans as if they're humans, but they all have powers, Um, but they only live for two years and then they die. And so she has always wanted to be a god. Like she kind of doesn't really like her life at home and she kind of like envies the lives of these gods and she ends up getting involved with them and eventually becoming a god herself. And she becomes this god called Persephone, who is the god of like nature, destruction, life and death. Um, And she really truly lives up to her name and you kind of see her go on a wild ride. Like if you've ever watched, kind of similar to like your death notes and stuff like that, where she starts off killing the people who were kind of like in charge of this messed up system where the gods like constantly die and and she starts to question that system. But then she very quickly takes a turn to like killing the gods that don't, that don't agree with her and like doing more questionable things. Um, So, but I just really love her character development across the series and kind of like the way it ends is very much a you know what happened needed to happen but you feel like it was a it was a good ending but it leaves you with questions um and she's just like a really great solid character and another character where like her blackness is present but it's not the focal point there's no like oh her parents died from a violent gang or something like that like that's not her Mm -hmm. origin story her origin story is very much the story of like a teenager or young adult who is just struggling (laughs) with growing up just because they are that age and like dealing with being a a young adult versus like Uh living in the hood, you know? Like, it's not a star girl kind of like that. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never read it, but I want to read it. I also like the name Persephone. So I do love I'm into it. Yeah. When she gets summoned as Persephone is such a cool moment. Like you, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but just like the moment that happens, the where it happens, is just such a like, oh, and the art is gorgeous. If nothing else, read this book for the art. I'll post it on the Instagram, just like a picture of the art. Cause it's absolutely stunning. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. the moment where she like changes and becomes a God and realizes, cause she thinks she's not going to become a God. She's like, it isn't meant for me the spot that she thought was the last spot is taken by someone else. And she's like, clearly I'm just like, I am not worthy. And then some terrible things happen, but she ends up becoming a God. And she's like, Oh yeah, finally it's my turn. And it's, it's just a great moment. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. Mm, I haven't seen it. So I, I do want to look at the art. I am a sucker for good art. Yes. I'll send you not, some uh, art. Mob Psycho. It is not Mob Psycho. <laughs> I, I'm telling you like the thing that brought me to this was I saw the art in like, I think it was like at Comic-Con before it was super big a couple of years ago. And um, mm-hmm. I like saw the art in passing. And I was like, whoever drew this is like gorgeous. And they were there at the table when it hadn't really taken off. And I was just like, your art's amazing. And now it's a pretty popular series, so I'm glad uh, glad things worked out for him. Ooh, I'm going to check it out. Is it a light novel also? Um, it is not because it is an American comic, mm. so it is not. They need to write a novel along with it so I can just read and read for hours. But you can okay. just look at these gorgeous well, pictures instead. I can. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I will. Okay. Well, mine isn't as beautiful as yours. And in fact, you don't like this next series, but Susie Carmichael from the Rugrats. Uh, Those trash children. Yes. Continue. Susie's not trash. Susie's not trash. The other children are. 
The reason I put Susie on my Juneteenth list is because Susie's probably one of, if you were born in the 90s, uh, one of the first black characters that you saw that, again, was smart. Uh, Susie didn't have a bad upbringing, just like uh, number five, which I forgot to point out that number five's parents were totally normal. Um, but Susie actually came from a really well-off family. She wasn't little Susie from down the streets. She was just literally Susie that lived across the street from Tommy and Chucky and Angelica and all of them. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, oh, Susie's black. Like nobody showed up and was like, Susie, why is your hair that texture? <laughs> like nobody said that Susie, about Susie. Can I touch your hair? <laughs> yeah, nobody said that about Susie. Susie just showed up. She was really smart. She was nicer to the babies than Angelica. So they all liked her. Mm-hmm. And Susie's dad was a more successful inventor than uh, Tommy's dad. And he had, uh, I don't know, he wasn't even an inventor. He was a more successful parent because he had the the Care Bears, the Gummy Bears. It was yeah, something bears something had that was out. based off the, the Care Bears. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then Susie also had brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. She had like a complete family. Like it just wasn't Susie you found out. Right. She had a backstory. And sometimes you don't find out about that character's backstory when they have a black character they're just a black character and they're just there and they don't have parents yes i'm talking about the first season of stranger things <laughs> um His parents just but, where, where are they the entire time just letting him go out with these weird kids and his bald-headed little girl <laughs> um but yeah so i like Susie because of that and Susie was smart and she had a plot and um she was one of the first black characters that I saw because, you know, Rugrats came out when we were very young. Yeah. Um, so being able to see someone like that, you know, gave me, you know, like, you know, just hope and happiness and like having somebody I can dress up as on Halloween at school. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. What was Tommy Pickles's dad's job? Like, did he, he was have an a job? Inventor. Oh, he was the inventor. He, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he invented he remember he made that reptar machine for them and he made those weird little clown things so he was inventing stuff yeah but i don't think he actually had a job i think he's more like an entrepreneur and the mom i don't think she had a job but she was always gone talking to dr Lipschitz. i, I do mean, remember that if, I, if the grandpa was always there but tommy i mean Stu and Dee Dee were always gone yeah I mean, to be fair, if my dad was Tommy Pickles' dad, or if my husband was Tommy Pickles' dad, I would maybe be gone a lot, too. He seemed annoying. Yeah, remember? uh, But Dee Dee was always going with Stu, it seemed like, for the most part. Um, They were always going on dates or going somewhere. Yeah. And uh, then Stu's brother was like the more successful one. Stu, that was his name, yeah. I was like, what is that name? Stu and Drew. Yeah. One thing I really liked about the Rugrats is that even though you didn't like it, um, they showed a lot of different type of characters. Like, remember, mm-hmm. they heavily talked about a lot of things like in Jewish culture, because I think Dee Dee's dad was Jewish. Yeah. I and think so, so Tommy would do like Hanukkah, Chanukah, he would call it Chanukah yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but then also, you remember Angelica's mom was always working. So she was like a, a, a working, oh, yeah, working woman. Yeah. Woman. Yeah. And I think. And Drew she was, was the a, stay-at-home dad. Yeah, she was like yeah. an executive at that. So yeah, she was I like really very like high that. Level, yeah, yes, I think. Yeah, I like that. My really my like dislike for the Rugrats is purely because Tommy Pickles annoyed the ever-loving bananas out of me. I think if if anybody else was the main character, I think I would have been okay. I don't know why Tommy irritated <laughs> me so much. Like I was like, I just want somebody to you put said- that kid to bed. 
he wasn't even that bad if I'm being honest um he wasn't as bad as like Phil and Lil you know Phil and Lil uh did not annoy me as much as Tommy Pickle did like I actually liked Phil and Lil maybe that says something about me I don't know yeah (laughs) also uh to point out also Susie's mom was a doctor yeah BT dubs yeah and she she went to Harvard yeah, like they were a so, very successful. Yeah, yeah, I will give Rugrats kudos that like they did a very good job of depicting like a successful black family. And like you said, there mm-hmm. were no like, ah, the black struggle. So we invite this little black girl over so she could see what the real family is like. Like there wasn't anything like that. that they showcased a very positive black family where both parents were very successful. Susie was very happy. Susie was very smart. She was clearly going places in life. Like they did a really good job of depicting a strong black family and unit. Yep. Um, and that's what I think I, I really liked about it. Yeah. For sure. Yes. That, I will appreciate That's what that. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the like, again, one of the first black characters I ever encountered. So yeah. it was good to see that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think she was definitely one of the first black characters that I really, I was trying to think back on like, my like you know the american cartoons and what would have been my first black character and i think it probably would have been her yeah mm-hmm. yeah because i was really trying to think of some other cartoons and i'm like i can't i can't even remember what else i watched growing up it definitely wasn't i think that was like one of the first cartoons i watched as a kid right other than like pokemon or something yeah which, you know <laughs> right brock does not count yeah, i'm no sorry black people y'all. at first yeah <laughs> At first, are there black? I mean, there are black people in Pokemon, not in Pokemon, but I, I was now. trying to think. Yeah, yeah, now, like as of a couple, it was of like what Jasmine was the first one. I think so. Jasmine was the little girl with the mm-hmm. yeah. I think the she was Axu. Yeah, yeah. I think she was the first. Yeah, but now we've got all kinds. So Pokemon, you get in there. Honorable yeah, mention to Nessa, the, the but anyway, <laughs> did you say waifu? Waifu. That's, that's what everybody calls the waifu, right? Yeah, Nessa the waifu. Yeah, she is the... Uh... Her and uh, that girl with her edges shaved off. <laughs> what? <laughs> who? You know who I'm talking about, the girl with her edges shaved off. Oh People God. like her. Why Why am I... Who has you don't know who that edges is? shaved off? The third arrival in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, the, like, the emo rock star goth girl. girl. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Her, now, her edges are I shaved off in a triangle. I look at her... A, the same again. That's the first thing I noticed. I was like, "Where are the baby hairs? <laughs> where is your whole?" <laughs> I didn't hair say where are the baby hairs, but I was like, "Where are the edges? Edges are important to me." You know, edges and are important I was like, to me she too. Tripping. But hey, she said she didn't need them. She was like, "Edges are a societal." She was restraint. like, "Edges, where? <laughs> Who needs edges? Not me." <laughs> oh, it's gonna bother me now. I'm gonna triangles. play that game again and be sad. Thank you, thank you for that. Because you're gonna look at her edges. That's, her edges that bothered like, me the whole game. <laughs> the See, whole game. I, was I like, knew something about her design edges? bothered me, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And I feel like that's it. Because so I was like, something about this girl is not cute, and I can't figure out what it is. <laughs> she had like a little lineup, and then the little her edges it was like, were just gone. She was like, know, take those two. The edges were gone. Yeah. And then she just had the, you know, maybe they got snatched in a battle, and she just had to shave they them off. Snatched. You know, the charge. She saw Nessa, yeah. and she was like, woo! She was like, I'm going to have to get rid of these <laughs> edges. Snatched. <laughs> You know, or like maybe God. a Charizard singed them. Like she got caught in, you know, a little fire. Or maybe that Pokemon she got the poison Pikachu. 
Oh yeah, the poison dart little, Pikachu like, like bit him off when it got yeah, mad and turned was hungry. Into that. It reminds me of that um sour, you know, the sour patch commercials were back sour then sweet. Like that's what that Pokemon reminds me of. It reminds me of something. Uh, I think in like another game, like a Mario game or something, like Paper Mario, yeah. that I've seen. Uh, that it reminds me of that, but it was really weird. I wanted to catch one of them and I never did. I think. Oh, I completed my Pokédex. I definitely did. Well, we've talked about this. You yeah. complete Pokédex. I complete the story and yes. get maybe twenty five percent of the Pokemon. Right. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. I have a strong team. Yeah, that's really all that matters in the end. Yeah, we'll put Nessa, honorable mention. Yeah, Nessa will <laughs> be our... honorable mention. Yes, add it to the honorable... Yeah, and Jasmine. They will both Marnie, be... that was her name with the edges. No edges. Oh, yes, Marnie. Marnie, Marnie not added to honorable mention. Uh, Marnie without the good hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry they did that to you, Marnie. Uh, okay, well, yeah. Nessa, Jasmine, collective in our, uh, in our mentioning... Um, and I think my next one would be Atsuko Jackson from Michiko Tohachin. So yeah, Atsuko was probably like the first black character I saw in an anime that had like, for real, not the first, because actually I did, I think I have seen one character before her, but one of the first characters I saw that had like actual... Yeah, you saw Mr. Popo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Popo, who we all him. agree is the, what every black character in anime should look like. <laughs> we exactly. do not. Do we do not agree with that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just in the podcast. That's all we needed to say. <laughs> um, no, Asuka was the first one of the first characters that I saw that had like actual textured hair. And Asuka is a detective who's after the one of the main characters of Michiko Tohachin, um, a woman named Michiko. Um, This takes place in Brazil and a lot of these women or a lot of the characters are either black or Afro-Brazilian or Brazilian. Um, So Atsuko is a detective there. I actually think she's Japanese and black, but I can't completely remember. Um, But she's trying to catch Michiko, but she also is like sympathetic towards Michiko. So she'll like let her go or like let her escape, even though she's supposed to be arresting her. But she was always like, just dressed so well she always had these cute jumpsuits on or like this cute like white button up with these sleek black uh slacks and just like always look good sunglasses mm-hmm. wrong point then she had this huge blonde textured afro that was just like in your face and every time she showed up you saw her and that big old gorgeous afro and it was just such a pleasure to see in an anime especially to say that it was like a it wasn't like, you know, a Yasuke half, half Japanese, half American produced anime. It was like a full-fledged Japanese anime um, where they just decided mm-hmm. to actually do research and properly depict black people. Yeah. Um, that whole anime is just so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, all the beautiful black people in it. Um, but uh, And it's a very funny one, too. I discovered the anime very later in life, not at a young age. Mm-hmm. On YouTube, I watched like all of it. I think on YouTube, and I was like, "What is black people? What is <laughs> what this? is this? Boondocks? <laughs> boondocks? <laughs> the Boondocks? I didn't know what it was. I thought it was part of the Boondocks because that little girl does kind of look like Jasmine. She does look like um, she could be in the Boondocks. Yeah, yeah, it's just like Tom's daughter. But yeah, I will agree with you. She is. Uh, 
very unique. I, I did like her afro. I do remember seeing her, and I did think she was super stylish all the time. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. I always thought her and uh, Michiko were friends because I haven't seen it in a long time, but mm-hmm. technically they're not from what you've said. So. Yeah. I think they had that, like, you know, like, friendly rivalry thing going on where, like, they weren't, they wouldn't, mm-hmm. they would never call each other friends, but at the end of the day, they had each other's back kind of thing. Like, that's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. It was, it was still, like, a really good show, mm-hmm. though, as well. Um and I just remember uh, Michiko always showing up on that motorcycle everywhere. Yes. On top of stuff. Yeah, she would just like roll up on the top of a building. It's like, there's Michiko again. <laughs> on a table. <laughs> on a table. I know, just rode her whole motorcycle on a table. Okay. So I, I did enjoy that anime. But yeah, most people go for Michiko. So it's good that you went for um, the other character because she was like, again, super fashionable. And I liked her blonde afro. And she, I feel like she always had, like, the hoop earrings, too. Yeah, she did rock the hoop earrings a lot. Yeah, I thought about Michiko, too, because Michiko is also very fashionable and, uh, and like, gorgeous art and everything. But I was like, but that afro just always stood out to me. So I had to go with Asuka. I dig it. I I agree with you. I wish I could pull off a gold, a gold, a blonde afro. You know, I one can't. of these days. But. Once the purple yeah, goes, day, maybe I'll, I'll uh, switch to blonde, you know, switch it up. <laughs> mm. Maybe when I go to a party one day, a 70s party, I'll just pull up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just... Like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Foxy clear. Just throw it on real quick. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I just thought of another person that I'm actually going to save for my honorable mentions, but I'm going to go with somebody who uh, is a newer contender. Oh. Now, you know what? I'm going to jump to anime, and then I'm going to jump with my new contender. Oh, okay. So I'm going to start off with Canary from Hunter x Hunter because um, I really loved Canary's character style when I first saw it. When I was watching Hunter x Hunter, I did not expect there to be a black person in it. It doesn't look like a type of anime there would be a black person in it. <laughs> I think you can agree with this, Mari. I, when you first yeah. start watching that... <laughs> Yeah, I was not expecting you don't Canary think there's to show be no up. Black folks no, <laughs> to pop up in it, you know, because it's it's a little later in it after they finish the hunter exam and stuff, mm-hmm. and so you especially don't expect Killua to have a black butler. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, if there's anyone who would have, I, I would give it to Killua. But um, I liked her design. I love that her hair was textured. Like mm-hmm. they drew her hair to be textured, which I thought was so cool. Also, Canary, even though she was like. A little girl. Well, she wasn't a little girl, but like a, I don't know, what was she, a teenager? Yeah. She was drawn a little bit curvy, um, in theory, to from what I remember, that she had hips and stuff. And so I just loved her whole design. I also loved how she fought. And I also loved that at the, I remember at the end of the battle, the first one that they had, mm-hmm. that she was like moved by what Gon was saying. And so I liked that, that she showed emotion. Because at first she seemed kind of soulless to me. Yeah, but um, I like that at that end of that she was actually trying to help them. Mm-hmm. But overall, I haven't finished it, of course, because it's so long. But overall, I did like her. The I think that's the only time I saw her because I didn't keep watching. Yeah, far far into the arcs, but um, I really loved her character design. I thought, you know, she just looked so cool for an anime character, and she was black and out. Like I said, I did not expect to see that in Hunter Hunter. I was like. What? No. <laughs> no somebody, where did you come from? I can, yeah. It resonates with me. 
you know because i i was watching and I, I liked the anime but when i saw her i was like hold up now look at this unique character come out of nowhere and she got textured hair and she got a twist you know she got the twist out ready to to come out twist out you know what i'm saying yeah. come through yeah i mean i was there for canary i do i love her hairstyle it's so it's so unique and so I don't know. It just feels like a black hairstyle. Like if Smino walked on stage with that hair, I bag. Yep, that's right. This feels right. <laughs> like it was just such a great style, and it was nice. It was textured. It was not just like like I just talked about how much I love Osco's uh, fro, but it was nice to see something like a lot of times if they do decide to depict a black character, there is like, well, black people only have fros or, or braids, right? Those are the old, like cornrows, not like braid braids, but like cornrows. Those are the only things they can have, right? Yeah, and they don't even look good. Right, no, and them crusty cornrows. Um, but yeah, so it was cool to see a character where it's like, oh, they actually looked and said they wanted a black character. They wanted a black character who had black hair, but they also didn't want to make it generic. Like they wanted to, you know, hook her up like they have so many of the other characters on Hunter x Hunter. So yeah, I really enjoyed seeing her. And like you said, she's like really strong. Um, she's also like witty and sarcastic, but she does know how to like turn that off and, and get in the battle mode um, when she needs hmm. to. So it's it, it was a really cool character to see in an anime. Yeah, yeah. She would have to working with the family she was working for. Yeah, that was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I would quit, quite I'm frankly, but you know they must pay her well. I don't know. Or she probably couldn't get away. Probably like you know too much, we'll kill you. That is actually probably true. They they do that assassin yeah. walk on her disappear. <laughs> yeah, you know I that one so. walk killer who does. Yeah. <laughs> like where did he go? I'm like oh, he's about to murder you. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm right. pretty sure that's why she didn't. Uh, why she didn't uh, leave. Didn't she uh, also the weapon she had was kind of cool. Yeah she used like a, a rod kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah her weapon yeah, was cool Yeah for too. some reason I was thinking she. I remember she used the rod but for some reason I really wanted her to use kind of like Rim has and ReZero like the little spike ball. I don't know. Why oh, like I a giant chain spike ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that would be cool too. I feel like she was so elegant with the rod though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She had a little heel boots and her butler uniform. Yeah, on. she was just an elegant little thug, and I like it. I love it so much. I'm almost certain she she had a bonnet too when she went to sleep. <laughs> well, yes. How <laughs> else was she keep blue? Yeah, I was like, how keep you gonna keep them puffs if you have? Yeah, exactly. Without a bonnet. <laughs> so that's why she's on my <laughs> my Juneteenth list. Yes, I a thousand percent agree with her. Um, well, I guess next up on mine would be our good old friend, Static Shock. Um, I wrote with the comics and the cartoon, but I'm going to focus on the cartoon because that's like, you know, I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first like cartoons that I was super into. Um, and it was just fun seeing a black character who was like having fun but still a superhero and of course you know it was a little bit more kiddish being the cartoons but you got to see him like going to school and having a romance and just like being a teenager but also having to fight crime and he also was like just a black character he had his hair was a black texture and a black style and it was something that was more mm-hmm. unique than just like a fade or like or braids, like I said, like it high was, top. It was always the high top. Yes, the, yes. In the nineties, it was the high top. Yes, everyone Captain did not Planet. have a high top like Captain Planet or that kid from. Didn't the kid from Recess have a high top too? Yeah, the kid from Captain Planet. The yeah. kid from Recess. Vince. Hey Arnold. 
uh, kid. Gerald. Yeah, he Gerald. High, high he top. had a high <laughs> top. Yeah. A little unique, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a different take on the same style, but yeah. But yeah, it was <laughs> un- compared to all the other black kids, especially black boys yeah. in cartoons. Cousin Skeeter. Had, Cousin Skeeter, that blue kid. <laughs> no, Cousin Skeeter was the puppet. Oh, the yeah. the pu- Oh, my God. I forgot about the puppet. I was thinking about, isn't his name Skeeter, too? the kid from... Oh, Doug. Doug. Yeah. Well, that's the argument. Is Skeeter black? <laughs> you know, jury's out on that one. That is an argument. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Because I think growing up, I did just assume, like, I assumed mm-hmm. Doug was, Him and I mean, Doug is obviously white. But, like, what? Doug, Doug was the only character that was, like, white. Everybody else was a color. Yeah, Patty Mayonnaise was tan. Yeah. That's what I, I did also, that was another thing. I, went, was I was green. like, was Patty Mayonnaise black or was she just, like, did she just get, like, a spray tan going? I, I think they were all just weird colors. Yeah, I think they were just colors. You're right. Yeah. Doug was the only white person yeah. there. Doug, I don't I, I don't know where Doug was, where he met all these colorful humans, but yeah, whatever. He was in the town. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that town he lived in. I forgot the name of it. I forget uh, the name too. Quailville or something? Uh, was it well? I know there was Quail Man. Well, was he was he Quail, Quail Man, Man because yeah, I was like, was he Quail Man because the town was Quailville? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the, the, point- town was qu- the town was the town was I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Look, okay, uh, I grew up mostly watching anime. Don't ask me this. <laughs> don't ask me about American cartoons. Okay, Buffington. Bluffington, oh, which Bluffington. based off the city of Richmond, Virginia. Oh, hmm. How many is there? I guess in Richmond, Virginia, he could have been black. I mean, Chris Brown is from there. <laughs> Isn't he? No, he's from Tappahannock. <laughs> Trace like, is he? <laughs> I don't some know. Part if of Virginia. Yeah, I feel like someone's from Richmond, though. I feel like I've heard some famous human who is also from Richmond and black. <laughs> of course. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> in Smart conclusion, funny, no one in, from Doug is black. Um, and Static Shock is an amazing show with an amazing black character. Yeah. And he was just kind of... It does have gang violence, though. It does. It does. It does not fit the requirement. Like, I think the rest of ours were pretty good at not having, you know, the stereotypical gang violence thing. But you're right, Static Shock, his mom, I think, is killed by gang members. And then he's almost coerced into joining a gang. Um, and terrible things happen, and then he gets his powers. So... Yeah, there is gang violence in, in that one, which is stereotypical of, I feel like, a lot of, especially comic books, like a lot of comics that were written in that age, all of the black characters were like, due to gang violence, they lost a parent, or that's how they got their powers. From a, a radioactive bullet. A radioactive bullet? From the gang member. Yeah. I thought it was. I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was close enough. I think, like, the bullet shot a radioactive, like, yeah. something in it that's what happened off, in so. static shot yeah so i mean it's close enough to a radioactive bullet but other than that it's a it's yeah a good show he was really cool static shock was really cool another uh really good example of seeing a person of color do something other than you know whatever he had a pretty normal life aside mm-hmm. from the gang violence but and he was a very positive hero uh, I do remember liking Static Shock growing up. I don't remember too much of the plot other than the gang part and then a couple of other things. Yeah. But because uh, I haven't seen it in so long. I feel like it's just like gone for me. But I do remember it being a very colorful show and his outfit being colorful. Him being cool riding on that 
you know, I think I want to say electric. Uh, it was. Was it was it a manhole cover? Yeah, it was a manhole cover. He would like, uh, he would like kick up a manhole cover and then mm-hmm. use his electricity to like fly around on it, because that's how electricity hmm. works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is the reverse polarization of the earth. All that jazz. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's definitely what he's doing. <laughs> I know. When I saw a uh, Big Hero Six and I saw Wasabi, mm-hmm. I thought about Static Shock for some reason. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Is that Damon Wayne's character's name, Wasabi? I think so, or like his code name. Uh, I think it was Wasabi. Now I can't remember, but I think so. But yeah, Static Shock. That's something I need to rewatch. But everyone else should rewatch it too, because it was a good anime. If you haven't, I mean, not good anime, good cartoon. If you haven't seen it. Um, and it, I just don't remember too much of the plot, but I do remember it being very good. Yeah. And Virgil, his name was Virgil, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Virgil. I, I know. I always want to call him Virgil Abloh. That's not his name. It's not but, his name. Yeah. I cannot remember his last it's name. It's a designer of fear of God shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, get out of my head. Yeah, get out uh-huh. of there, Virgil. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I am going to go with. A newer one, a show that I like to watch that I think actually might be over now. And that is Lana Kane from Archer because we got the same name, one. But also I really <laughs> like Lana reason. and Archer. Um, I I started watching uh, Archer, I remember when it first, first came out and there was like an ad for it because I had previously watched Frisky Dingo for some weird reason, which I think is the same people who designed Archer. I think so. But I remember... Um, in Archer, I saw the ad and I was like, okay. And I love H. John Benjamin's voice. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> but I saw the the advertisement for it. And then I saw Lana and I was like, oh my gosh, she has the same name. But then I also saw um, Saisha Tyler. Mm-hmm. So I really like Aisha Tyler. I don't know why she was on the talk, but I liked her in the other stuff too. And Lana Kane, I don't know why I really like Lana. Lana, even though people do point out she's black in that show. Yeah. Um, Lana is really like a badass in that show. Um She's always capable of getting stuff done, um, even though she had a bad choice. And bad choices in men, Lana is actually smart. She was a civil rights activist, I think, before that. Not a civil rights activist, an um, environmental activist. That's what she was Yeah. before that. Um, and she is usually one of the smarter people there. And she doesn't really feel like a side character, although none of, well, I would say Pam and maybe Cheryl are side characters. Yeah. But Archer and Lana, to me, feel like main characters in the show. Like, she doesn't she doesn't feel like if they intended for her to be a side character, it didn't work out. And she became quickly became like a main character and very loved by a lot of people in the seasons um, of the show. And I also like all the sassy and sarcastic comments that happen between her and Archer and mm-hmm. how much Archer actually really does like her, even though he cheats on her all the time. But Archer yeah, she's very person, strong. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, to the end. At the end, he gets it together, I think. But um, I love that. And I also love all the jokes uh, that she will call Archer on and be like, you mean this? And he's like, well, you know, she'll correct him. And so mm-hmm. I love Archer. It's hilarious. But I like Lana simply for the fact that she has my name and she's a strong black character. Yeah, I'm into it. I like, I watched Archer and I always found it funny. So I'm not sure why I didn't like, you <laughs> know, like it. serial watch it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm like, I legit mm-hmm. don't know why. 
Like I can't think of a Do reason it. why I would have. I I am because I just went back and like rewatched Venture Brothers, which mm-hmm. is not the same, but also has a black vampire. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, H. John Benjamin is in that show too, isn't he? No, he's not. Who who does he's not. the? Uh, is it? Who does Blackula in that one? I have to I have to Google it now. But um. But yes, going back to Archer real quick, I did always like Lana and I enjoyed the episodes that she was mm-hmm. in a lot. Um, and I feel yeah. like most of the episodes I made it a point to go and watch were the episodes that had her in it um, or mm-hmm. like had her in it mo- more than other ones. So I did really like her yeah. character. I think she's in most of them. Yeah, or I think she like makes an appearance mm-hmm. at least in most of them. I was just like going out of the way of like, when is she? Where is she like a more central point of the plot? Mm-hmm. That's what I yeah, want. Because sometimes watch, Archer's yeah. Archer's doing something, and it's I mean the name of the show is Archer. Right. Yeah. Archer is doing something, and then Lana's like either uh like back at the headquarters or in the car doing right. something while he's infiltrating a place. Yeah, like you'll um, see there her was pop a, up. oh you know what there was an episode where I think she wasn't very prominent which was when i think archer had cancer <laughs> he was trying to find the people that had sold him like fake medicine or something but i think lana was with him in that one anyways lana kane one of my favorite uh newer black characters in an animated series um it's not an anime but it is an animated series and archer is hilarious so i like it yeah i mean i completely agree now i feel like i need to go and rewatch mm-hmm. Archer, or I guess watch Archer, actually all the way through because yeah. it is it's a, a solid show. That yeah, that's a that's a good one to just like put on in the background too. It, at least the first three seasons. After that weird stuff start happening, after Adam, the name Adam Reed or what is his name, the guy that created Archer mm-hmm. leaves, it gets kind of weird. Um, yeah, that tends to happen to a in lot different of shows. places. Yeah, yeah. I would say at least maybe the to the third season. I I think Archer is good. If y'all watch Archer out there, comment about it because yeah, it gets without spoiling it. It gets really weird the last couple of seasons and um, annoying to me. But yeah, the first three I would definitely say good watch. That's with like Lana Archer and Archer's uh, facing off against like Barry and a couple of other people. Hey Barry, of the Barry. Okay. Um, All right. So this is going to be a weird one because Mm. it's technically, well, because it's a real life show, but I think it still mm -hmm. counts in pop culture. Like Pee-wee's Playhouse weird? Like, no, no, not Pee-wee's Playhouse weird. (laughs) I told you Pee-wee's Playhouse. Someone needs to be on a list somewhere. That's all I'm saying. Um, I still have nightmares about Pee-wee's Playhouse. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I have just a general, just real quick. I don't understand why kids' shows are so creepy. Like, why do we do that to children? Yeah. Do we want to frighten them? Like, Pee-wee's like, is not cute. Creepy. Yeah, it's just creepy. He looks like a real-life ventriloquist dummy. He does, like, and that's not okay. Without the lines on the side of his mouth. No, and like a lot of them are like Lazy Town. Creepy. Lazy Town yep. was creepy. Their hair don't move. They had that gorilla <laughs> it don't hair move. before it was a thing. <laughs> right. And their eyebrows. They they don't inspired move. the gorilla glue look. I am positive. And what was that? <laughs> the big comfy couch? Yeah, just everything that there are very few. I like the big comfy couch. That wasn't too creepy. That clown girl was not okay. Couch? I did like the time. I did learn the 30 second cleanup from her. And I still use that to this day. But mm-hmm. she was creepy. 
She was a I little was creepy. creeped out by bananas in pajamas. Bananas in pajamas. I don't know why. I kind of like the bananas in pajamas. They were so just so derpy. They were talking giant bananas that wore pajamas. If I ever woke up and saw that, I'd be scared. Well, yes, if I woke up and saw that, I would be absolutely terrified. You are correct. Well, see, that's how I watched stuff as a child. I was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> if, I walk, if I woke up and saw a giant banana in pajamas, yes, I would think either someone slipped me some drugs. I'm like, what did I have last night? <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't just tequila, because I should not be waking up to this. <laughs> See, all goes back to Courage, the episode with the bananas. Yep. Anyway, so your real-life black show. Yes, my real-life black show is not a black show, but it is Troy from Community, um, which I consider a part of I was just thinking about Donald Glover. Well, yes. (laughs) Just a second. For some reason, when we start talking about bananas and pajamas, he jumped into my head. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a joke of his. It does sound like a joke. I thought you were going to say if there's ever a reboot, he should be a banana in pajamas. (laughs) Well, he was, I mean, he did inspire Myers Morales. So, I mean, he he deserves to be on the list for sure. Yeah. Well, yes, I think Donald Glover as a whole deserves to be on our nerd list. Um, But his (laughs) character. He is everything. That's it. Yes, Donald Glover, the end. Um, But his character (laughs) in uh, Community is a nerdy character, but also hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like Troy, Troy and. Uh, what was it? They make community like up until you you mentioning mm-hmm. like the later seasons of Archer get bad is reminding me of community because the later season like once they leave community, it's very quickly goes downhill. And I think it's because they carried that show so well. Like there's a great cast in that show. Um, but Troy mm-hmm. is just such an entertaining character where you're like eager to see him on screen. Like whenever Troy shows up and just says something, you're like. Yeah, I'm glad he's here. Thank you, Donald Glover. You're hilarious. And, like, he's just a hilarious I, person, so it just covers, it, you know, co- crosses over into the character that he plays. I literally have not watched a ton of Community. You know what's weird? Is I, in my iTunes, mm-hmm. like, library, I have the first episode of Community. I don't know why I bought it. I just bought it. You just and bought I the first really episode. Show. <laughs> I do remember laughing at the first episode because I remember when they were all arguing at the table, that's when Ahmed was like, you know what I got for Christmas this year? A pack of cigarettes. And he recited the Breakfast Club. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, smoke up, Johnny. No, Dad. What about you? And Troy was like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? So yeah. I do remember liking Troy and Amen. Um, I, I think I watched a few episodes, but I never got into it. And I had to watch it in college, too, in one of my film classes for some reason. Yeah, I was going to ask um, why, but okay. <laughs> it was like an episode about toys, I think. I don't even remember. But... um. Yeah, I agree. I love Don- I love Donald Glover, and I watched his weirdo stand up right when he was doing Community. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm gonna go back and watch it. You but I agree at least yeah, the first. Should be on I think it's like three seasons are when they're there. I, yeah. Again, first it's three the three seasons. seasons the number. Solid three seasons. It's the magic number. Um, but yes, definitely <laughs> watch at least those first three seasons. There are so many just hilarious one-liners or the episode there's like one episode where they every time they roll the die the dice in the game they're playing it like creates an alternate timeline where something else Mm -hmm. just slightly different happens in their apartment it's like one version like the apartment catches on fire and he and troy walks in and he's like oh no this is the darkest timeline (laughs) like there's just so many just like one-liners that are amazing in that show i think i do remember an episode i think just recently i saw somebody watching it and i walked out and it was the episode where they broke ahmed's dvd oh his like like, batman i think it was the dark knight yeah 
Yeah, it was like collector's edition with director's cut or something. Yeah. And it was like, oh, how are we going to replace this? Troy was like yelling at the girl. She had broke it. <laughs> it was like, there's no way we can fix this. Like he was like, Ahmed loves that more than he loves everybody. <laughs> like or something like that. Yeah. And so I do remember seeing it. I was like, mm, I should catch up on community. Um, I should rewatch it. But I agree with you. I did the episodes I did see. I did love Troy and I just love Donald Glover in general. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's it. If you haven't I seen just, the weirdo stand up, everybody watch it. I agree. Yes, if you have not watched Donald Glover's stand up, I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. Like, go watch it; it's amazing. Or buy it on iTunes, like I did. Yes, or buy it so on you iTunes. Can have it forever. I would judge you for that, but I just said in the last episode that I bought Samurai Champloo, even though it's available literally everywhere. So I cannot judge I'll, you for buying it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That weirdo stand up is literally probably on Netflix, and I don't have Netflix right now. I'm on a a stream break. Yeah, so I'm trying to save money, but I wanted to watch that stand up. So yeah, and I mean it's a stand up. I think I watch that stand up at least once a year, so if not more. So it's it's definitely worth the purchase. Like it's not something you're gonna watch once and never again. No, I I could watch it literally on repeat. Yeah, and laugh. At the stupidest parts of it, like oh the parts that probably aren't even considered to be funny. Those are the parts that I like. There are no the parts time. in that that's not considered to be funny. The part where they're in like the Home Depot and the kid uses the bathroom in the Home Depot. And he's like, all right, let's go to Toys R Us like that. <laughs> that whole he's like, up. when he put the toilet, he was, he's like, poop, poop. He was like, get it together, man. You stole our childhood from us. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about his little brother how much he loves sugar and the mom put the cocoa puffs in there with the kids yes. like three of them it's like mom everyone's eating it we deserve cocoa puffs we deserve cocoa puffs <laughs> yes uh there's just so many moments that's such a great stand-up go watch donald glover's weirdo stand-up everybody we're promoting it yes we're not sponsored by donald glover but donald glover sponsor us one day and come yeah. on the podcast or just come say hi it's like you don't even just have, you don't have to sponsor us just come say hi sign <laughs> he just he just comes in he's like hi and then you just speak i bet that's literally all i asked for so thank you that's all we need that's, yeah <laughs> featuring and we'll put featuring donald glover in the podcast <laughs> it'll be a second <laughs> featuring donald glover like go to time second. code 31 seconds in <laughs> Hear Donald Glover say hi. He's like, hi. All right. Bye. Thanks. Talk blurty to me. (laughs) But there we go. That was a solid three seconds. We got it. (laughs) Cool. We're going to get more subscribers now. And you know what? (laughs) We probably would. (laughs) I'd I'd listen to a podcast to hear like 10 seconds of Donald Glover. Right. Yeah. If it was just like Donald Glover came on the podcast and told one joke, I'd be good. (laughs) Yeah. I also think... um, why people should watch the weirdo stand-up is because uh also he sounds a lot like troy in that stand-up he does but i don't know if you guys know this but donald glover has changed a lot in the past few years oh, like absolutely and, it, it, and not in a bad way no. he's transformed from childish gambino to donald glover and his comedy is also different now yes as well as his voice um so seeing an, a younger donald glover is just he's so versatile he is that yeah. um I'm surprised he's not in an anime, a black one. I'm uh-huh. surprised that he's never you know? done like an anime character or anything, or like voice. Uh, yeah. Even like, has he voiced any cartoons? Just in general, no, huh? Probably. We probably just don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he has, then I will go find it. But I, I really don't think he has. But yeah, no, I think like to your point, or even like from Community to 
like Atlanta, for instance, the type mm-hmm. of humor is just totally different, both intelligent humor. Like, I think the reason I like him in community is like, you have those like dumb moments of Troy, but there is a lot of like intelligent and witty humor um, throughout that series and throughout even some of the things Troy says, despite him supposedly being the kind of like dumber character. Um, but yeah, so I think his, his, his mm-hmm. humor has always been intelligent, but the way it's changed when he's writing it for, or, and directing versus when he's playing a role um, has been very fun to see. Yeah, and he's definitely a nerd. He's a oh, blur. Absolutely. He is he is a top tier blurred for sure. He's a blurred. Um he was I mean he voiced Simba. <laughs> oh yeah, the, in the, the live, live action in the version. Li- or CGI action, I guess. <laughs> Lion King. Uh, I did forget uh, about that. I think that. he's He was uh in Adventure Time. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, Marceline. He was the he's male version of Marceline. Yeah, Marshall Lee. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, how did yeah. I forget he was Marshall Lee? That was the whole reason I liked Marshall. You're right. Oh my goodness, I can't yeah, believe I he's forgot. He's also that. in the regular show too. Now I don't. Who was he in the regular show? Alpha Dog. I don't remember Alpha Dog. I also the regular don't know who show that is, show, but he was in that. Yeah, that's a show that I need to watch more of. That I always found entertaining. I think the regular show was one of those where when I was younger. I thought it was stupid, and then I watched some of it yeah. as an adult, and I was like, wait a minute, this show is intelligent, I need to go back and watch it, and I just haven't done yeah, that yet. Yeah, it's definitely an adult show. It is. It's like, definitely. I feel like it should have. There's black people in the regular show, I feel like, probably. This is another is Doug there? scenario. <laughs> are they black? <laughs> I don't. Well, those are animals, yeah. but they're actual people, remember, as well? There are people. I don't remember seeing any black people, but I also haven't watched enough of the regular show, so you might be right. I don't know. I, I feel like there probably are. Yeah. But um yeah, he was he was in the regular show, he was in Adventure Time. He was also in China, Illinois, if you ever I didn't like that show. I but, don't think I ever um, watched it. Yep, so he was he's voicing okay, he's stuff. Voiced he's some also people. All right. Miles Morales in the Ultimate Spider Man for two episodes. So he got to be Spider Man oh, eventually. He got to like be Miles wanted. Morales, yeah. Now we just need him to be like Miles Morales for real. Well, that's already taken by uh, the other guy, right? It's never too late. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I, I can't. He's great. I don't think he can. I don't think there's anything he can't do. This he is can true. rap. He can sing. He can do stand up. He he's a great actor. He this can whole, write. You know yeah, what? yeah. He's yeah. Let's forget this. This whole episode's about Donald Glover. Yeah. He's the ultimate. Blurred. We're actually just going to delete this episode and re-record an hour-long why, why Donald Glover. An ode to, to Donald <laughs> Glover. An ode to Childish to Gambino. <laughs> yes. He's also what? The only, is he one of the only people to host Saturday Night Live and also be the musical guest at the same time? I think so, because who else has really, I, I feel like there's like, there was a rock Maybe Justin star Bieber who has done, done it too. Like but yes, there are very Miley few. Cyrus. I don't think Miley Cyrus hosted Anne was the musical um but yeah yeah you're right there are very few who have done that well so there we have it folks an ode to donald glover we started with troy we ended with the greater (laughs) donald glover (laughs) i i I can't i i can't even combat that yeah what i'm saying i can't even 
say anyone greater than Donald Glover on this podcast. Um, well, I guess my next person would be. I kind of have some honorable yeah. mentions. Should I just do? Yeah, those? let's uh, spit out some. Well, I would honorably mention all the Marvel. Yes, superheroes. I agree with that. All yeah, the black oh, ones. Yes, all the black ones. Your storms, your T'Challas. Yeah, but. You know what I did think of that isn't actually a real superhero? Oh, no. <laughs> it was one of the first black superheroes I saw. Are you talking about Black up. Dynamite? And th- okay. No. That wasn't. He's a superhero? I didn't think he, I thought he was I was a man like, I didn't think he was a superhero. Like Shaft. Everything's going to remind me of that, that Donald Glover stand up now. Um, Donald Glover. But. It's like, and black people, you get someone that slaps women. You get Shaft. Um, yeah, but you know, some people might think Shaft is a superhero in a way. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with it. I thought uh, you were going to say Black Dynamite. Please continue with who no. you were going to actually say. I was going to say, I mentioned his son earlier, Damon Wayans, Blank Man. Oh. <laughs> blank Man wasn't actually a superhero. He wanted to be a superhero, but he was one of the first uh, black, black, I guess, yes. kind of superheroes in, quotes. in real life. And I love Damon Wayans. Yeah. Quotes. But he was a he nerd. Was. He was, he a, was nerd. a nerd. And he had heart. And he did save him at the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Him and Jay Fox. Yeah, and I guess if so you save someone, I'll add him into my hero, So I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. And it was a good yeah. black film. Uh, it was a good black film from the 90s. Yeah, I think the 90s. Yeah. yeah. 90s. But yeah, Black Panther. Yes, um, I will definitely mention. I didn't put him in the beginning because everybody knows T'Challa yeah. and how great he is, and Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Yeah, um, was just uh, just an amazing superhero in the film, in the comics, um, and that whole film was amazing from the soundtrack to the mm-hmm. costumes to the set design, just everything about it, and it was like uh, even the villain, the supposedly anti-hero was actually kind of right yeah. in the film as yeah. well. So Right, like the villain was well written. Black Panther. Everything was well written. And yeah, like what Black Panther did to the nerd culture and community in the black community was also amazing. Like there was this sudden burst in people who were more proud and open mm-hmm. of being a black nerd. You had kids who were open about being or excited to like dress up as the Black Panther you, you had Wakanda forever, everywhere. Like, it definitely, there was this boost in ego mm-hmm. and, like, just, I don't know, fulfillment and happiness that you saw across the black culture when that movie came yeah. out. So, yeah. Yeah. And it it was about black people. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't about black right. people. But at the same time, it, it was, like, embracing black people doing right. well and doing all this. And I actually saw Chadwick when that movie came out, but I hadn't seen it. So I couldn't enjoy the fullness of him. But I remember seeing him, Spike Lee, Anthony Anderson, Mm -hmm. and Kevin Hart all have a conversation. Then Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union walked up. It was a a crazy day for me. I feel like I Um, I might've just been a little lost. Like, why are you all here? (laughs) How? I was, I was like, oh my God, it's the Holy Trinity of black people (laughs) during this time. Uh, But you know that was some some that was very I got a picture of it too, which yeah. is nuts. Um, but it was it was great to see him, and I always love him in all the films he's in. But yeah, 
I definitely think T'Challa should be on this list. I just didn't, I saved him for last because it's just so evident. He's just right. so great that we shouldn't even. Yeah, it goes without We wanted saying. to get some people that aren't right. well known. Yeah, out of the way so that you can learn about these other people. It's like not just yeah. Black Panther. Like Black Panther isn't the only one. It just, of course, it goes without saying that Black Panther deserves mm-hmm. a spot on this list. Yeah, yeah. Hawk. Uh, his name Hawk? Yeah, Hawk. Who? Hawk, right? The new Captain America? Who's the new Captain America? Oh, um... Anthony Mackie's character. Falcon. Falcon, yeah. I sorry. I was like, Hawk. Falcon, not Hawk. I thought Hawk you were talking about Hawk I was like, wait a minute. It's one yeah. of the birds. <laughs> I was like, it's one of the birds. Uh, but yeah, Falcon, <laughs> you know, all those kind of go right. without saying. Um, you know, and Cyborg, I added him <laughs> into here. Because... <laughs> That's why not Cyborg's cool, too. He also goes without saying. He's a DC black hero. He so is, he, yeah. he goes without yeah. saying. And I love Cyborg from the cartoon. I haven't watched Teen uh I'm about to say Teen Titans the movie. I haven't watched uh Justice mm-hmm. League, but I loved him in the cartoon, the old one, and I even love ti- Teen Titans Go, even though people hate ti- Teen Titans Go. That's a tongue twister. I don't know why. Teen Titans um, Go is hilarious. It's so it's so yeah. funny. Like, I'm a adult, a grown person, and I watch that kid's show and laugh oh, I will crack so up. hard at Robin and Cyborg Beast all Boy. the time. Beast Boy and is my Beast heart. Beast Boy. And Raven. Yeah, Raven, Raven is hilarious, too. too. That whole, the whole crew is funny. <laughs> when she didn't... I think the... When she couldn't fly, oh, yeah. and she had to walk, and she's like, I love it. Like, her yeah. legs were all beat up. Her <laughs> I have to walk so... everywhere. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think, uh, I feel like Black Panther, T'Challa, and Chadwick Boseman are is a like that's a great thing to kind of end on. Like those, are, that's just a solid, like mm-hmm. just just a solid crew to end. Yeah, we on. had yeah. to mention it. Yeah, we could not mention it. Everybody be like, "Why didn't you say right. T'Challa and Black Panther?" Because you should know that already. Okay, Storm. you should know. <laughs> Gosh, everybody knows about Black Panther. We all know right. about him. He's great. He's amazing. It's one of the greatest black superheroes. Right. Are. You should know that already. Cinematically. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't have to say it. You should just know it. <laughs> I mean, Angela Bassett, come on. <laughs> right. What do we need to say right. about that? What else thing? do I have to say? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess other than our magnificent characters. Yeah. I mean, and there, you know, what's funny is we did, this took a little bit of racking our brain because there are. We're getting a lot better, I feel like, over the years, but there is a, a drought in black characters, especially when we get into the ones that are, that, you know, don't come from these trauma stories. Um, so mm-hmm. we, we did have to, like, think about this a little bit, I think, to come up with, like, a good core crew. Yeah. 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 We didn't mention some people like Penny Proud. Um, yes. I said Frylock from Aqua Teen <laughs> Hunger Force, but... Uh, it was it was hard because you know representation does matter, but it didn't always right. matter, and so it's hard to think of good, not just side or just a sassy black right. friend, or um, again, like Mari said, comes from trauma or just a random black character. Because there was other ones like you know uh, Wade and the other girl from mm-hmm. Kim Possible that was Kim Possible's best friend, but I didn't feel like they really right. did anything other, other than, than be the sidekick. Well, and that's characters. the other thing is like there are. Uh, plenty of black characters that are just the sidekick like you have Gerald to hey Ar- to Arnold um you like you know there were a lot of shows where it was like you've got a black character like Timmy's friend the little round-headed black kid but he was also like he didn't yeah Chester but 
other than like one or two episodes, he didn't really do anything yeah. other than like Timmy's black best friend. And so it like you had black characters, but they weren't prominent. Yeah. yeah Libby. Libby from Jimmy Neutron. She did a lot later when she got her hair yeah, when braided. When she got her hair braided. Um, after she yeah. got out of the puff. She got out of the puff. She, she got did. her hair braided. That just um, sounded like the transformation. She, more prominent. <laughs> she got her hair braided and all of a sudden. But she yeah. was she was like the sassy black right. friend and the more the show was more about Jimmy and yeah. Sheen and Sandy. Yeah, and that is the oh. other thing. Like when your character like, you know, so many black especially black mm-hmm. women are referred to as like, Oh my god, you're so sassy and so when your whole character is kind of built around like, You're the sassy black girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. What you say? No he Neck didn't. roll. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Roll her mm-hmm. eyes. Uh uh-uh. uh. Snap her tongue. Yep. So no. We didn't want we didn't talk about all those characters. And although I still love Libby yeah. from Jimmy Neutron. Um mm-hmm. and Chester. And you know, like uh that girl Trixie from American oh, Dragon yeah, Jake Trixie, Long. Yeah. That was my show. Completely <laughs> forgot about her. But she wasn't really a side character. Well she was, but at the same time the show was yeah. about Jake Long, so I right. can't be mad. Yeah. But I think she was a little bit more prominent than some of the other ones even. But but yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, and that's not to say we don't like those characters or appreciate what they did because that still yeah. did put yeah. black characters Again. on the screen. We're just focusing on the characters that actually, you know, had a light shined on them a little bit more. And we forgot about Princess Tiana, but I didn't forget. Yeah. Again, I feel goes like that without goes saying. without saying. Yeah, <laughs> she goes. You did mention. Uh, I did, Kiki. and and he does <laughs> have my favorite song in that. Don't you disrespect me, little man. That is, I listen to that song just like. That's your favorite I song? I love that song. Almost There so, is my favorite song. Almost There is a lovely song. I don't know why. It gets me through work. Almost there. <laughs> to the end of the shift. It got me through college, everything. Almost there. I was also a waitress in college, so. Yeah. Yeah. You, you resonated with the song. I think it was just the, it was the mask mm-hmm. and the, are you ready? Are you ready? It was just such a hype song for some reason for me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. I think you just like evil things that too. Might so. have a small something to do with it. Very small. <laughs> small. 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 Yes. small. Large. Small. <laughs> I feel like it's probably larger. <laughs> a larger chunk of you like, yes, evil. Sign me up for the evil side. I mean, his outfit was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this, uh, let's just, uh, subscribers, we, me and Mari have had a similar conversation about uh, Waluigi. <laughs> she likes him because his outfit's so cool. Okay, look, Waluigi, <laughs> Waluigi is dressed to impress, okay? Every time Waluigi shows up in like tennis or golf, he shows up with the drip drop, okay? I'm just mm-hmm. saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 All right. I just think you're attracted to evil that if there was a... We got Izakaya to another world. And it was an evil character. He was good looking. I know where you're going. I won't confirm or deny that. I would blink and you would be there. And you'd be like, I'm sorry. I bet, but did you see him? <laughs> I'm stabbing you in the back, but I'm not right. killing you. <laughs> I, stabbed you. I stabbed you in the side. You'll survive. All right. I'm sorry. I just got to gotta go with him. Did you see him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely how I'm going to write my light novel. <laughs> Mari disappears with the villain. <laughs> After lightly stabbing you in the side. <laughs> well, I believe it. Yeah. So, look out for that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's called "We Got Izakai to a New World" after talking about it on our podcast. And Mari went with the villain, but I stayed. <laughs> mm, Should have came with me. 
Probably would have had a better life. <laughs> Those are our black characters. Hopefully they'll let us know their favorite black, uh, you know, characters from movies, films, cartoons, video games. Yeah. Anything else nerdy you enjoy, bored Yes, games. there are uh, plenty of, not plenty, but there are, you know, there's more than we name some black characters out there. Colonel, Colonel Mustard. Say Mr. Colonel Green. Mustard. <laughs> from uh, Clue, Clue Us. <laughs> board games, I, I started thinking of board game characters. <laughs> There's um, that one lady from uh, Bioshock Infinite. Uh, she's questionable, but you know, she she's black. It's just her character's questionable. But um, but yes. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, just sign. The, okay, we're not going to get into this. But <laughs> sign off in our comments. Yes, let us know what black characters we miss that you really love or enjoy. Or if you disagree, if you're like, nah, Osco Jackson was toxic. Um, you're wrong, yeah. but yeah, tell us about it. Oh, we miss Bliss from Powerpuff Girls. Oh, I thought yeah. you said Blade. Bliss, Blade yeah. too. Yeah, Blade. Blade. We mentioned you. Please don't make angry comments about <laughs> yes, us. Blade, you too. Um, but yeah, there's there's so many uh, out there. So yeah, hit us up and let us know. And as usual, you can follow us on all the major platforms i stopped being a lazy bum and created a twitter so you can even follow us on there um if you type in the blurdy girls we will pop right up um you can also type in talk blurdy to me and we will pop right up um so yeah follow us on facebook instagram twitter uh, and let us know how you feel yeah and if you think hard enough maybe we'll hear your thoughts and we'll respond on the next episode yeah or in your dreams (laughs) Okay, (laughs) goodbye.